That was Pierre Dorian, general manager of the Ottawa Senators, and with some very sad music to go along with that. How's it going, everybody? This is the Charging Buffalo Podcast. I am Joe, and I'm joined alongside Luke, as always. Hello. And today, this is a good episode today. Ooh, We're excited. Yeah. Eric Carlson, of course, if you didn't know, was traded to the San Jose Sharks mm-hmm. in exchange for eight pieces. Eight pieces. Eight pieces. Including a 2019 or a 2020 first round pick, a second round pick, I believe in 2020, yes. Mm-hmm. Chris Tierney, Dylan DeMello, Rudolph's Balsers, <laughs> Josh Norris, as well as two conditional picks. Yes. One condition, of course, being if the Ottawa Senators, if I'm the San Jose Sharks, rather, trade Eric Carlson this season to an Eastern Conference team. Otto will get another first-round pick no later than 2022. And if Carlson signs an extension in San Jose, one of the second-round picks will turn into a first-round pick in 2021. I think uh, I just saw this, but another fitting song to open this up would have been uh, At Last, you know, by uh, Ed yes. Yeah, that would have been great. But, yes, At Last. It so, has happened. Uh, of course, we're going to get more into the Eric Carlson trade yes. in our Rosa Sanders segment. I whipped up a nice oh. intro for that. You know, we said we were going to bump up production values. Today's yes. the start. Let it be known that September 14th, episode 2 of season 3, three is the turning of a new leaf for yes. our, our production value. Okay, so on a somber note, yeah. yesterday uh, the Athletic, Robin Leonard, he wrote an article on The Athletic talking mm-hmm. about his mental health problems and addiction that he went through last year. Mm-hmm. And I just, I recommend that you all read it. It's free on Locked on The Athletic. Mm-hmm. It, it's long, but Leonard goes into detail about his struggles that he's gone through mm-hmm. as a professional hockey player and his family life and childhood even yes even his that's what shocked me was even his childhood was uh, messed up but it's just uh it was put out by john vogel it was just it's a very um eye-opening article i think because everyone had always called him the crazy goalie and Mm -hmm. you know the the head case and whatnot but uh you find out that these athletes are clearly going through some stuff too and uh just I mean, we criticized his play. Yes, of these, guys, these guys are human beings. Robin Leonard yeah. is a human being, and for him to get brutally attacked. Yeah. Of course, nobody knew what was going no, on with no, him, no. but, like, things just went too far. And I'm yeah. sure he he's on social media. He saw mm-hmm. some of this stuff. So He definitely did. Um, it's just good for him to come out, especially yeah, for, for an already challenging position, mentally challenging uh, position mm-hmm. like goaltender uh, emotionally as well he came out and did this having to focus on his illnesses and his his demons if you will and good for him getting help too yes, de- yes. absolutely the the to everyone out there the best way around this if you're struggling with the same thing that Leonard is get help help is the way to go about it and Leonard did that uh it, it touches me that he and Botrell still stay in touch. yes and I am extremely proud of the fact that we have a good person. Yes, this Sabres organization puts people ahead of hockey, mm-hmm. and they will take care of the players. Even um, though he's not even in our organization anymore. Exactly, exactly. So we still uh, check up on him. And of course, uh, we wish Leonard well. Oh, absolutely! I think he's gonna. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a comeback year. A weight and, off the shoulders like this, mm-hmm. his confidence is going to be rejuvenated hugely. I mean, for seven years, he said he never slept without sleeping pills because yes. he was that distraught and that emotionally cluttered and without that huge weight uh he's 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 gonna be a different player i believe and mm-hmm. i certainly i certainly hope so he's a he's a guy that all of a sudden everyone is rooting for yes go check that out in the athletic yes. it, it's a must read you mm-hmm. you gotta read it i appreciate that they made that article free yes as well because that 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 was great i was mm-hmm. gonna tweet vogel saying that's excellent yeah. work because people need to see this mm-hmm. Okay, so the Prospect Challenge was last week, and the Sabres won the tournament. Mm -hmm. And to no surprise, we, of course, if you listened to the last episode, we previewed it for you. Oh, here's what I wanted to... Yes. This came to me. Was the 10-2 dismantling uh, the the type of domination you were expecting? Yes, that was the type of domination I was hoping for 
more of that mm-hmm. throughout the tournament. But mm-hmm. but the Penguins mean, prospects are for the most part trash. I want of course the Penguins have had a couple prospects. Philip Hollander mm-hmm. was one that couldn't make it to the tournament because he was in Sweden. I believe. I don't think Hollander was in the tournament, but. But yeah, the Penguins' prospects are not great, so no. I'm not surprised in the slightest by the ten to thromping of them. But I couldn't go to that one, so mm-hmm. unfortunately. But yes, I have an observation about the Bruins game. Mm-hmm. Dan Vladar is incredible. He's, yeah, he's a very. He good looks player. like an NHLer. I would not be surprised if he can contend with Halak for backup. I think there's a there should be a competition there. I'm not. I think he played in the ECHL last year, mm-hmm. so maybe he'll be. Having some competition, I don't know. Zane McIntyre is still in their organization, but he should be, and he should at least get consideration for the starting job. He, there. He's a, he is a very good. He's goalie. a big he, guy. He was the only reason that Boston won that. Absolutely, game. it was a very close game. Boston was outshot by Buffalo in that one, mm-hmm. and I really thought that he saved the game for them. He, I think yeah, thirty plus saves at least. Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 outshot them heavily, but. Uh, just he he was my main takeaway from it. Aside from the Sabres guys, that Vladar he really stood out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so maybe maybe he can uh, get a spot. But what an impressive uh, yeah. specimen he is. But the Bruins game, I I went to the Bruins game as well as the Devils game, and Bruins game it was just underwhelming. Mm-hmm. They were being selfish. They weren't passing as much as they were mm-hmm. in the Devils game. But yeah, but mi- the passing there was looked really yeah. good. Yeah. Casey Middlestat was very underwhelming for mm-hmm. me, and that was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Darlene, he wasn't as good in the Bruins game as he was yeah. in the Devils game, in my opinion at least. Absolutely he had a couple not, yeah. turnovers. Nylander for me in that Bruins game was an awakening. Yes, he, it was a revelation. Like, he was, I'm not going to say fantastic, but he was, He looked like somebody who was a man amongst boys, mm-hmm. if you will. He... Of course, he. you're going to turn the puck over, and I tweeted this out. Nylander looks like an NHL player, and then, of course, you got a couple guys like, oh, did you watch him turn the puck over? Like, people mm, turn the puck cares? over in the National Hockey League. Yeah. It happens. Dowling turned the puck over, led to a goal. Mm-hmm. Are we going to trash him about that say, oh, he's not NHL ready? No. It's because these, there's people out there that have a vendetta against Alex Nylander because he's mm-hmm. not in the NHL yet, and it's understood. Yeah. Because usually an eighth overall pick, Alex Nylander had a lot of hype coming into it, Theoretically, he should be in the NHL, but it's taking some time. But there's progress. Mm-hmm. It's noticeable that he's stronger. Very mm-hmm. noticeable. Defensively, he's much yes. more sound. He was back checking. He mm-hmm. was. It's. He was really back checking hard, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was noticeable. His skating. He was rushing up the ice very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, his passing was good. His hockey IQ was good. He had a couple of good shots too. I, he really impressed me in that Bruins game. He scored a couple goals in the Penguins game mm-hmm. too. He was also. I was disappointed in his first half of the first period in the Devils game. Mm-hmm. He was getting knocked around. He fell on the ice a few times, but he really got going as the night went on. Uh, Tage Thompson. Tage Thompson, another revelation mm-hmm. out of this prospect challenge. I, I, I have one more th- one thought on Nylander. Uh, in the second period of that Bruins game, there was a uh, play in his own zone that it made me go wow, and I said, "Who was that?" Because it um it was just a really good play. He uh, stick checked guy and mm-hmm. caused a takeaway, and I was like, "Wow!" And I saw ninety two, and I was like, "Oh, too good, to be, too good to be true." But Tage Thompson, yes, Tage Thompson. Let's talk about him. He he can skate, as Brian Burke would say, he skates like a deer. Mm-hmm. He's he's a good skater for mm-hmm. someone who's six foot five. That guy can get around the ice mm-hmm. very well. Uh. It was unfair. Yes. <laughs> like, and he, he was how many breakaways did he have in that tournament? Oh he had my two, god! He had I want to say at least two in the first game. He had one or two in the second game. I, I didn't watch. I don't think he played. I don't think he played against the Penguins. I'm not sure about that, but he was very good. I want to say Thompson was probably one of, if not the best players in the tournament. Just yeah. not counting the Sabres prospects. He was our MVP. Mm. He he was that impressive and that just. That dominant, if you will, he, I, he caught my eye a lot. Uh, but just his his size, he he. I and used, he can he can rip the puck. Yes. he can skate. But the thing is with him, he's not a physical player, and that's gonna mm-hmm. that's gonna anger some fans. That was fans. a criticism on Tyler Myers. Tyler Myers. Tyler Myers. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. he doesn't use that size. I think if he used that size, he would be mm-hmm. like 
uh, force to be reckoned with in the NHL. I hope that you doesn't know. make him a public enemy. I you know I think it will, mm-hmm. but with the, you know the suburban hockey dad yes, that you absolutely. always refer yeah. to. Uh huh. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But but yes, mm-hmm. the MVP for me was Rasmus Asplund. Rasmus Asplund yeah. was terrific, and I never saw Asplund as even a potential second liner because mm-hmm. his production in Sweden was just okay. But he looked great in this mm-hmm. tournament. He was skating well. His passing was great. He was back-checking good defensively. He, I, I could see him as wearing a letter on this team someday. Mm-hmm. And I think he he won the uh, the leadership award at, in the Prospects yeah, prospects camp last year. Not mm-hmm. this year because Gooley won it this year. But, yeah, Asplund was really good. I, I think he is a sleeper to be with the Sabres this year. I mm-hmm. really do. But he'll probably start in Rochester. That's the plan for the guys coming over from Sweden, minus uh, Rasmus Dahlin, of course, who yes. was amazing. Uh, that Friday game against the New Jersey Devils was my first time ever watching Rasmus Dahlin in person. Yeah. Because I couldn't go to development camp because I was out of town. Mm-hmm. But Rasmus Dahlin, this was eye-opening. It was, I, it's undescribable, the feeling... Watching Rasmus Dahlin play because he yeah. had that that breakaway, that rush yes. early in the game, like right off the first shift. And I think I mentioned this in the last episode. Eichel against Boston, the mm-hmm. first game of the Prospects Challenge, he just picks the puck up and scores like ten seconds in. I'm mm-hmm. just like, wow! I high five my cousin. I'm like, mm, we got yeah. this guy. And oh my goodness, this was just great. Just seeing him have that rush, and I had the same exact feeling as I did when Eichel did that. Mm-hmm in the pit of my stomach like wow this guy is ours and he's going to be ours for a very 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 long time yes so i'm very excited darlene he was great yeah those two goals he was getting up into the play made a couple huge hits he was fantastic Uh, i loved rasmus darlene in this prospects challenge against boston he had a very nice block in front as Mm -hmm. well in the second period um it was it was a little bit after well the, the 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 two on one where he fell was the period before that but he, he recovered very nicely, made a very uh, nice block in um, in his own zone. But my big takeaway from this prospect challenge, I think Nylander can absolutely contend for a spot oh, on this team. Yes, absolutely. I think uh, my bold prediction for training camp is that he does indeed earn a I spot. I wouldn't be surprised, but right now, uh, without watching any of the preseason games, of course, I want to say he's starting in Rochester. Mm-hmm. But at some point, he will get a very long look in Buffalo this season. I think that's what they might want to do because I, I think it might be better to see if he continues that play. That might actually happen games for Gooley, that, too. Yeah. Because there's just so many defensemen, they just might stick him in Rochester to start just we so you st- don't got to wave anyone. We still have Zach Redmond. Zach Redmond. He is actually under contract with Rochester. Okay. So he will not be in Buffalo. Okay. But, yes. Yeah. So, to prospect camp, it was great. Sabres won the prospect challenge. Of course, next year it's going to be fun again because assuming that they don't draft three college players or Europeans, they're going to you're going to have three more probably one elite prospect mm-hmm. and two very very good prospects in the prospects challenge. So the Sabres are going to be another force to be reckoned with in the next year. I wonder if they'll bring in another team. I hope it's it's kind of like it, it feels goofy because the Traverse City tournament that's that's the go to. I wonder yeah. if. But the Canadian teams, they all got their their tournaments. Right. But wonder if there's any. There's got to be some teams that aren't participating in anything. It, it's it's funny though. Like, hey, we won our own tournament. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, how are the rules determined? Get right? up to six teams. That'd be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. That'd be nice. Okay, so we're gonna move on to training camp. Training camp. Mm-hmm. Players reported yesterday. They were doing probably some off ice testing and measurements and stuff like that. that yeah, it was all off ice stuff. Yeah. But they practiced today, and of course Sam Reinhart, he was listed on the training camp roster, but is not participating because, of course, he doesn't have a contract yet. Mm. I People need to hold your horses on this. He's going to get signed. Mm-hmm. I think Ristolainen was signed early October, mm-hmm. if my memory serves me correctly. So, yeah, don't worry. This holdout is not going to last much longer. They're going to sign him. But today would be a very good day to sign Sam Reinhardt, if you know what I mean. Yeah, this isn't a William Nylander situation yeah, by any means. Did you see uh, Bob McKenzie say that Nylander's prepared to go to Russia? Really? Yes, he's prepared to go to Russia. 
he's going to be the KHL MVP. No, oh, absolutely. <sighs> he's going to be. There's no doubt there. about it. That I wonder though if that's a negotiating tool. It has to be because yeah, uh, who else? It was Andreas Athanasiu. Yes. In Detroit. Yes, who, he who went over. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I think he I think he went to the KHL. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, don't back. don't let either of the Putin teams get a hand on him. Oh yeah, he'll owe them for life. He'll be <laughs> indebted. Sure. Okay, so. With practice, of course, we got some line combinations. Oh, yeah. So let's, let's go over this. Oh, Group yeah. Group one, Jack Eichel centering a line with Jeff Skinner and Kyle Oposo. How crazy is it that we have Jeff Skinner? I know. I just, yesterday, I, yesterday, I was just like, wow, I forgot he was even on this I know. Team. They posted the uh, the pictures. They're all holding up their cards mm-hmm. like when I grew up and stuff. And I'm like, wow, that's Jeff Skinner in a Sabres jersey. Yes. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it's it's real. The Skin Man. The Skin Man. By the way, he put the wrong nickname on the on his sheet, yes, by the way. he yeah. is the Skin Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not skins. Okay, and then second line, Patrick Berglund, Alexander Nylander, and Justin Bailey. And also, you know those card things. Mm-hmm. Justin Bailey, this is his sixth training camp. Yeah. This guy's not a prospect anymore. No, This no. guy's not a prospect <laughs> You're not a prospect. Anymore. Stop including this guy in prospect talk. This guy, this is his sixth training camp. It's do or die for Justin for Bailey. For real, yeah. <laughs> okay. For real. Uh, but the second line, Alex Nylander's on the second line. That's mm-hmm. encouraging to me. Yes. That's very encouraging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Patrick Berglund, of course... Uh, was t- I heard that he was a standout today, so that's yes. good. Uh, yes, and of course he maybe he'll be the second line center if they don't think Casey's ready to hold. That it could role. work out. Yep. But Berglund, he, usually he's good for about fifteen to twenty mm-hmm. goals. He's got a good def- two way game. Is a pretty decent skater. I of course I don't remember vividly watching Patrick Berglund a lot, but yeah. I wouldn't say he's slow. And right. He's also a big body too. I would not argue. Hurt. I would not argue at all if Berglund is a second line center. Yeah. Because that just it's more. It's, it's, it's just more a depth, baby. It's just a number. Yep. Exactly. It's just a number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Victor Olafson with Johan Larsson centering and Andrew Ogilvy on the right wing. Ogilvy was another guy that kind of impressed me in the prospect challenge as well. Yeah. He don't sleep on Andrew Ogilvy. I wouldn't be surprised if he mm-hmm. can contribute in any way to Buffalo next season. And then Scott Wilson and then. Kyle Criscolo and Vasily Glotov were rotating, and Eric Cornell was on the other wing. And then on defense, Scandell and Ristolainen, and that's not a surprise. I yep. think we all expect those two to be together when the season starts. Well, I like this next one. Darlene and McCabe. I like this. Mm-hmm. I like Darlene and McCabe together. I think Darlene can can bring Jake McCabe back to what we all expected him to yes. be. And the same thing goes if they want to pair Darlene with Bogosian, too. I would like Darlene to be with one of those two, and I think that's going to be the case. And then you've got Lawrence Pilot and Taylor Fadoon together on that third pair, and then the extra pairs, uh, Devontae Stevens and Zach Redmond, and then in goal for this group, you got Linus Allmark and Scott Wedgwood. And keep in mind, first preseason games on Monday. Yes. I think it's against Blue the Blue Jackets. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Is these are probably going mm, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Okay. These will probably be the lines for that game, I would assume. Mm-hmm. And then group two, which I'm going to go into right now, will probably oh. be the lines for the next game. The potential of that first line in that first group. I like it. Is if if Opozo can get back to I his wonder ways, where Reinhardt would be slotted in if he had a contract. Probably with Berglund and Nylander. Mm-hmm. I'd say. Makes sense. Replace Bailey. Yes, I've been saying this for a while now. Kyle Oposo was brought in here to be Jack Eichel's winger. Yep. And for him not to even get a shot with the guy. Uh, he got a cup of coffee with him last year, and right. he played pretty well. He it was did. probably his best stretch of hockey he played last year. But let's see what he's got. Because mm-hmm. you got two two guys that can skate in mm-hmm. Eichel and Skinner. If you got kind of guys kind of slow in Oposo but can still contribute, I give it a try. That's why that's why there's preseason. Yes, exactly. That's why there's preseason. Keep that line together. Uh, now I know in the NFL, I was thinking about this today. The NFL week three of the preseason is the the dress rehearsal game. Yeah. Is there an equivalent of that in the NHL? Yes. In in the last couple of preseason games, you've got the yeah. last preseason game mostly. You've got your fringe guys that are going to be getting a lot of time, right. Just to see if if they can you know crack the squad, right. but. What you're getting in your last preseason game is probably what you're going to get on opening night. Okay, because I was saying about that, and I, I hadn't recalled uh, anything like that. I figured there had to be because mm-hmm. you need to get uh, an extra game in there. But So, uh, yeah, I I, I'd li- I can't wait to see what the rosters are for uh, that game, though, because yes. that'll, be, okay. that'll be telling. Group two. We got Connor Sherry, Casey Middlestat, and Jason Pominville. I don't want Jason Pominville anywhere near our dear sweet boy, Casey ne- Middlestat. Never, never. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Please no. 
I they need to put Middlestat in the position to succeed. They yep. re, I would like to see maybe Sam Reinhart on his wing. Oh yes, along with Connor Sherry, just to see what. Because I want to see this guy succeed. I don't want to see these computer nerds say that they were right, but that we'll yeah. get into later. There's so many attractive options yes. for where we can They got depth. Us. They mm-hmm. got depth. They have depth. For the first time in a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Second line, Evan Rodriguez, Rasmus Asplund, Nick Baptiste. Again, Nick Baptiste, sixth training camp. He's not a prospect. It's do or die. Yes. Yes. Rasmus Asplund on the second line, above Vladimir Sabako, who's the third line center on this group. That gives me... I don't read too much into these lines. Again, preseason yeah. pledge. Go check it out, Jeremy White. But <laughs> Rasmus Asplin getting second line minutes with Group Two, pro- presumably in one of these preseason games, will be getting second line minutes. I'm excited. I hope Rasmus Asplin can make this team because he's an exciting player, in my opinion. I hope any kind of speed and <clears throat> and youth can play on this team day one of the regular season. Yes. I would not complain if Asplin's playing. Okay, I like this line. C.J. Smith and then Vladimir Sabaka, who everyone is kind of just assuming he's going to be a winger, but he's an attractive oh, fourth-line center Yeah, option. he's a good he's center. He's a very attractive fourth-line center option for this team. Mm-hmm. And then you got Tage Thompson as well. I like it. I like it a lot. Personally, I'd like to see Tage Thompson get a top-six role on this team, put mm-hmm. him with either Jack Eichel or uh, Casey Middlestadt or even Berglund, but if they're going to put him on the fourth line, eh, whatever. Let's see what he got. What he's got. As Sorry. dominant as Tage was in the prospect tournament in actual NHL games, I I really feel comfortable with him as a third liner, a mm-hmm. third line winner yeah, or absolutely. some kind. That's that's what I'm comfortable with him as. I think absolutely he can slide up into the top six mm-hmm. if things get bad yeah. with injuries and whatnot or if you need to you know just want to try some stuff out. But I'd like Thompson to – be a steady presence in that bottom six. And look at Alex Tuck in Vegas. Mm-hmm. He was a forgotten prospect. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, he they just let him go. They wanted right. to protect their defensive core, so they let uh, Alex Tuck and Eric Halla go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Alex Tuck was a forgotten prospect, like I just mentioned. Tage Thompson is a forgotten prospect. Yes. There's no doubt about it. Tage Thompson was a forgotten prospect, lost in the shuffle in St. Louis, and was expendable. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he's not a good prospect. This mm-hmm. guy is a very good player. He played half the season in St. Louis last year, 41 games, I believe. And he had a couple nice goals. The points really weren't there, but I think he's going to have a good season. Don't be surprised if he has 15-ish goals like Alex Tuck did last year for Vegas. Of course, mm-hmm. Vegas, I don't think Buffalo's going to have a season like Vegas did last year by any means, but... I think he's going to be very good in Buffalo. And at the Prospect Challenge, I kept hearing people saying, like, this Thompson kid might ma- just make this team. Like, I've been well, saying yeah. This. I've been saying this <laughs> for, for a month. This guy, he's a lock. Tage Thompson is going to make – Cole, yeah. take me right now. Tage Thompson is going to make this team. I didn't even know people thought he wouldn't. Yeah, there's people. There's people out there who think that Tage Thompson might make the team, but he will. Tage Thompson will. is a lock. Yeah. He's, he's okay, on to the defense. I don't like this at all. Nathan Beaulieu and Zach Bogosian, we saw this at times last season, and it was their worst defense pairing. Just no, please, I don't want to see this. Gooley and Nelson, they're good together. Gooley and Nelson were a top pair in Rochester last year. They were fantastic. Casey Nelson. They even played a little bit in Buffalo at the end of the season. I really like that. Mm -hmm. And you got Brandon Hickey and Matt Tennyson. Please, no Matt Tennyson in Buffalo this year. No idea we still had Tennyson. For some reason, Kevin Porter was playing defense today, and he was paired with Will Borgen, and then your three goaltenders, Carter Hutton, Uko Pekalukinen, and Adam Wilcox. Adam Wilcox is on an AHL contract. Maybe we just realized we have too few defensemen and too many centers. That's true. And Porter is just... Porter's John Scott played defense <laughs> sometimes. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention the extra line. Zemgus Gergensen, Sean Malone, Daniel Regan slash Tyler Randall. Randall is on the HL deal. So, you look at Gergensen's on the extra line. No, that's not the extra line. That's a fourth line. Sorry. There's no extra forward line. But, yes, Gergensen's on the fourth line behind C.J. Smith. That That's interesting to that's, me. Yep, that's, Don't read too much into that, but that's interesting to say the least. I'll say that. With guys the caliber of Malone and O'Regan and Randall as well. Mm-hmm. I, I like Malone and O'Regan, though. Oh, yeah. I don't know yeah. much about Tyler Randall, but... Yeah. I do want to see more of O'Regan this year. Mm-hmm. He'll know? get some time. Yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Especially if, heck, they even trade or waive. I'm sure if Gergensen gets waived, he'll get claimed. I still feel Former like... Former first-round pick. He just, The guy needed to change his scenery three years ago. He did. I don't understand. Maybe the offers weren't there. Murray was reluctant to trade him. But there was a time 
around 2016 where they're like, just get this guy out of here. I just think he's he's lost. There's I, still, I don't think there's any hope for this guy. There's really still don't. some water in the well, in my opinion. I don't when think he plays with Eichel. Yet. That's it. He only does good when he plays with Eichel. And that's the case. I want to see guys, him but... on a good team like this. Like yeah. not, you know, I'm not saying we're I'm not saying we're phenomenal. I mean a team a with team. with players. Yes. That's what I mean. But the players are better than Zemis Gergensen's, though. They are. They yes. Are. Yeah, and I know we're not trying to we're not building this <laughs> team around Zemis Gergensen's. Remember but, remember when that was the case? Yeah. Zemis Gergensen's was the main building block yeah. for this team. Oh hey, by the way. How about Tyler Ennis with Austin Matthews? That will not last. <laughs> I just, I, I'm sorry, it will not last. <laughs> They're trying like they got the the dollar store version, <laughs> William Nylander. Like, <laughs> oh man, it yes. it'll be fun. Don't take me again. Tyler Ennis starts with the Toronto Marlies. I'm sorry, I I, I just don't see it. I mean, his contract at this point, Josh Levo is a better option than oh. Then Levo's Ennis. never gotten a fair chance. Yes, give the give Josh Levo a yeah. chance for God uh, for Christ's sake. And he was vocal about it. Yeah, yeah, but deservedly so. Yeah, but I mean, they don't waive the guy because they think they're going to lose him. Then why just play the I guy? Know. Come on, Ennis's contract isn't it's bad. Peanuts. It's, it's peanuts anyway. But you think like a PTO would do for him? Uh, I mean, unless you're you're really because you're losing like uh, Andreas Janssen to. Mm-hmm. Put Ennis in Toronto, in put him in Toronto with the Marlies, yeah. up the street at Rico Coliseum, and uh, he can fill that spot perhaps. Okay, so those are the lines. Of course, Monday night, probably not televised because you know it's 2018. There's still preseason games that aren't on TV. Yeah, yes. and you know the Pagulas are still acquiring sports teams, but yes. can't can't broadcast. How is that possible? <laughs> How did the Pagulas? They own the Bandits. Yeah, not, is there no is conflict that, of interest? It's a conflict of interest. To own the Bandits as well as the Rochester yeah. Nighthawks, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah, that's that's fishy. just Maybe we're yeah, it just seems interesting to me. But mm. anyways, past couple of weeks, people are sleeping on our boy Casey Middlestead. Okay. This guy, what's his name? I don't even remember his name. He's irrelevant. I don't care. But <laughs> uh, this <laughs> analytics guy. No, his name's Manny. Yes, his name's Manny. Analytics He's got a cat. Geek. He's got a cat in his profile picture, and he's been. He said first. His first way to piss off Sabres fans was saying that Ryan O'Reilly was their best player last year, not Jack Eichel. And his last week he was saying that he will take mm-hmm. the under on every point prediction for Casey Middlestead. He thinks that his production is just not bad because his computer tells him because his because Casey's college stats weren't amazing. That's because he was on a bad team. I don't understand. I'm sorry if I'm going to be screaming here, but... If you watched the University of Minnesota last year, they were a bad team. They didn't even make the national tournament, for God's sakes. Minnesota is a lock to make the national tournament every single year, and this team didn't even make that. How? It was a bad team. Well, well, what, is that, what does that say about Middlestat that he couldn't lead them there? But if, oh my God, if you watched you know, Minnesota, you knew. You knew Middlestat was the best player on the ice. Mm-hmm. For both teams, usually. He was the best player on the ice, counting both teams. Mm-hmm. He, But just the points didn't come because his line he wasn't playing with great competition. Like, if Middlestat was on BU, he'd probably... Oh, it would be game over. 40, 50 points, <laughs> 50, 60 points. Yeah. I don't know. But, come on, stop sleeping on our boy. Stop sleeping on Casey Middlestat. Yes. He's he going to have a good year. Mm-hmm. And I want him to have a good year. Just no, to shut up these computer nerds. Oh, there was another guy. There was another guy. He he specifically said he's gotten very limited time to watch Casey Middlestat, but his computer is uh, his test. I don't even know what to call him. But his computer. His computer. <laughs> his computer tells him it. Yes, because he said his computer says his comparable is Jake Vertanen. And is I, this guy a troll? No, he's <laughs> not. Because he was saying that. He his, he gets it right. Oh, my God. I, I don't even want to waste my time and look for this loser. Does he actually tweet, my computer tells me? Like, <laughs> He said that he got Jake Vertanen right, Jesse Pugliarvi right. But what is that supposed to mean? Hey, you got Jesse Pugliarvi right. He's got, like, two years pro experience. You're going to write a guy like that off right away? Okay. Come on. This dude is obviously some goof. We don't have to. Oh, yes. But He's it, some it, geek. It just made me mad. No, Sorry. Whatever. But yes, anyways, people got to stop sleeping on Casey Middlestead, and right now is the moment you've all been waiting for. Yes. The oh, the moment we've been waiting for. It is time <laughs> to roast the Ottawa Senators. Cue the music.
What I met with Mr. Melnick in February, this was our plan decided by our hockey operations group, which I'm at the lead of. Eric Carlson was probably going to gather the best return any possible reap. Well, this was an easy, this was not an easy situation for us to trade a player of Eric Carlson's caliber. But for us to be where we need to be for the long term in this rebuild, we had to make the, this decision at this point in time. All right, all right. It is time to roast the Ottawa Senators. It's become a listener favorite segment of yes. the Charging Buffalo yes. podcast. Yes. We started in the summer. But, yes, I looked for this guy's tweet. His name is Byron Bader. He is what you call an analytics dar- yeah, analytics all day hockey work featured on the athletics. So this guy is an athletic contributor. So, listen, his closest comparables to Middlestat are Peter Techiek, Jacob Josephson, our old friend, Nino Niederreiter, Brett Connolly, Zach Phillips, and Jacob Bertanen. I don't think he's consistent enough yet to be a star he's projected to be. Mm. Wait, what is that based on? Six games? And Manny here says, where can I smash the under on middle stat points? Doesn't matter what the number is. Thank you, Producer Nino. Do you want want to hear some more that Mr. Byron has to say here? I don't. Uh, is this based? Based on, off, it has to be based off his college stats. Okay, it has to be. Well, but he had what six points in seven games or five points in six games in the NHL level. Like I got it's a small sample size, but what what were you talking about? I don't understand. If you're basing his I'm NHL production off of his college stats, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, you have to. We, what these analytics people don't do is use context. Exactly. Into, exactly. Like I said earlier, if before, you're just yeah. crunching numbers all day and you're not watching the game, mm-hmm. it means nothing. There's no. Context. I'm sorry. Yes, his production was it, his production was good. Like he was around mm-hmm. point per game. Like, there's that's nothing to laugh at. Mm-hmm. It's not like he had five points in forty games. He he still was around point per game if my memory serves me. Correctly. That's my beef with analytics is that you got to watch the game, like. A guy, exactly, he can be on a terrible team, and his numbers will hurt because of the guys around him. Okay. And then he also goes to say, Vertanen is a perfect comparable. Keep in mind that Jake Vertanen is like a fourth-line player. He, he's nothing like the player that Middlestead is. Yes. They aren't even the same type of players. Yes. In, in the 73rd percentile for being a star, which is a 1-200 in 200 shot, Blake Wheeler in parentheses, most stars are in the 5% of the data 15% chance of being even an average scorer this guy is projecting Casey Middlestat to be a hardcore bust a hardcore bust and just an average scorer so like he's projecting him to be like you know, Drew Stafford like come on okay Jake and then Shannon. Oliver here asks him may I just ask if this is something you believe or just presenting numbers he says mm, I'm not a scout and have seen very little of him. Trusting the numbers is my job. Star potential here, pending he goes right or, right to the NHL, is about 0.5%. Thus listen far, to this guy. I was right about Kachuk, Keller, Pugliarvi, and Vertanen. How can you be right about four guys that have been in the NHL for like two years? I don't understand. This, oh, just shove your computer up your rear end. Yeah. Just stop, please. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry listen to get to a little rattled geek. here. And then some guy says... What does right about Pugliarvi mean? His scoring was going to be limited based off his numbers. His numbers were good! What are you talking about? I don't get it. I'm sorry if I'm just oblivious to this analytics bullcrap, but sorry. I... Oh, my God. Stop sleeping. Wake up. His picture looks like a... Like, the social media, like, hockey analysis, or hockey analyst in NHL, like, in franchise mode. It looks like that's what his picture is, hockey analyst. He's, like, the generic guy. Okay. Probably not even real. Rosa Sanders time. Yeah. Rosa Sanders. Uh, Yeah, so they trade Eric Carlson and Eugene, no, not Eugene Melnick, sorry. Pierre Dorian, their bumbling idiot of a general (laughs) manager. There's no other way to put it. This guy is an idiot, and I understand that people say that he's pressured by ownership to make these borderline, not even borderline, ridiculous trades. Every single one of this guy's trades is just on the verge of insanity. And first and foremost that comes to mind is the original Derek Broussard trade. The Derek Broussard trade that where they traded Mika Zabanejad in a second-round pick. Oh, it does go for back Derek to Broussard. Yeah. You mean to tell me that he was pressured by ownership to give up a... I, mm, King's Ransom. I'm not going to say King's Ransom, but... 
a guy that they picked with a top 10 pick in Mika Zibanejad, who might even be a first-line center for the Rangers next year. For Derek Broussard, who, he's not old, but he's getting up there. He's he's in his prime still. But then they traded him for a lesser package. You know, they got a pretty decent package in a first-round pick, Gustafson. But then they drafted Bernard Docker with the first-round pick when there were many better players on the board. So, whatever. Have you ever seen in factories they have, like, so-and-so days without an accident or without an injury? Yes. We can start doing one of those with the Senators where... It's been zero days since we will do that. Since we've made a mistake, or we'll, something. We'll put some sticky notes. We have our monitor here. Jared needs to make a Photoshop of that. And just, <laughs> like zero days since uh, the, our general manager last made a mistake. Mm-hmm. What a train wreck! Train I, wreck. That's a the train one. Wreck is, that's the operating. Is putting term. it nicely. That's the train operating. Wreck is putting it nicely. Yeah, this team gave up a king's ransom for Matthew Sheen. Mm-hmm. A king's ransom. There's no other way to put that. A potential top five pick, mm-hmm. and it's it was a tough situation. I'll give them that. They had the fourth overall pick, and they were like, you know what? We're just gonna pick it. We're gonna go out on a limb. We're gonna be better next year. But you have three pending UFAs on your roster that are star eh, star borderline star players, and Eric Carlson, who is one of the best defensemen in the last fifteen years, Matt Duchesne, and Mark Stone. Mm-hmm. All three of them are going into UFA. And without those three players, what do you have? An AHL team. Pretty much. You Pretty have much. an AHL team yeah. without those three players. What do you think are the odds that this team can actually do something this year? Like, zero. Yeah. I, I, zero. It's they like, don't have anything. Look at their defense. I'm going to pull up Cap Friendly right now, now and read you some of these players. Just yesterday as well, their opening day of training camp on ice, J.G. Pajot. Yes, he out cut, four to his, six. cut his hand with a knife in his kitchen. Four to six months. That, that, guy, that is just, wow. What, like, when you think nothing else can go wrong, J.G. Pajot lacerates a tendon or something and is out half the season. Like, and off team, ice, not, what can possibly go wrong? Okay, what else? Not only can they not win hockey games, they also can't even demonstrate proper technique in the kitchen. <laughs> so, uh, I, I how this? It's an Achilles tendon injury. Okay, thank you, producer Nino. Okay, so what do you? If he took a slash to the Achilles tendon, that's pretty nasty. A skate slash. That yes, is. Carlson Achilles tendon. Yeah. Uh, back in like 2013, if I remember correctly. I think there is there's there's a reasonable <laughs> argument that the Senators could win eleven games this year. Just eleven yes. games. That and might they be... don't have their first round pick. I this is phenomenal. There there's no tougher situation than when you have three pending UFAs that are really good, but at the same time, you have to trade them so you don't lose them for nothing. But again, you don't have your first round pick. And when you trade them, you just make your team worse. And no no team that's going to acquire Matt Duchesne or Mark Stone is going to give you any players to to make your team better. Like, when you're selling, when like in the Evander Kane trade, the Sabres weren't getting any top four defensemen like these fans were imagining. They gave you futures. Futures. So when Matt Duchesne and Mark Stone inevitably get traded, they're going to give you futures and Ottawa this is what they have on defense Cody Cece who's horrible Cody Cece's not a good defenseman and is getting paid 4.3 million and is an RFA at the end of the year I would trade Cody Cece see what you can get I'm sure if yeah. some team like Edmonton would give you a first round pick someone who's desperate would overpay yes. right handed shot as well but then after Cody Cece Cody Cece he's not good but he's he's an NHL defenseman this is what you have after Cody Cece Mark Borvietsky goon Chris Weidman, who looks like Gabe from The Office. I Bum. Yes, I saw that. It's funny because Gabe is like the worst character ever. Yes. Christian Willanen, Dylan Oof. DeMello, Thomas Shabbat, who is a very promising defenseman. I'm sure they'll trade him for a Ooh, bag of pucks. Ben Harper. Oh, and Ben Harper. Okay. Yikes. Realistically, their best defenseman might be the guy who they got yesterday. Shabbat. No, it's Shabbat. Shabbat's you think so? their best defenseman, yes. And Dylan DeMello. That's true. Dylan DeMello is a seventh defenseman. He's 25. There's no more potential there, really. And the Sharks didn't even qualify him. 
DeMello was a UFA and nobody signed him. He signed like 15 days into the into free agency, went back to the Sharks. Yes. I mean, they, they don't do their do homework. Go over their forwards too? They clearly don't do their homework. Uh, yeah, let's do it because it's, it's embarrassing. Okay, Mark Stone, Matthew Shane, and then after that, it's a mess. You got Bobby Ryan, who is getting paid $7.25 million until 2023. Uh, Marion Gabrick, who is getting paid four point eight seven five until 2022. Mikhail Bodker, $4 million until 2021. Zach Smith. Uh, 3.25 until 2022. And you got J.G. Peugeot, who's on the IR. He signed for a couple more years. And then Chris Tierney. Chris Tierney is a good player. I'll give him that. He's good. Ryan Dezingle, who will be a UFA at the end of the season. Um, Tom Pyatt. Colin White, promising young player. Magnus. Magnus PRV, a former oh first-round pick. Paul Carey and Max McCormick. That After those handful of players, that is... A few bottom, good bottom six NHL players with AHL players. This team, I'm going to say it right now, and in goal two, they have Craig Anderson and Mike Condon. This is worse than the tanking Sabres in 2015. A lot worse. A lot worse. How on God's green earth do you not get, say, Aaron Dell, Thomas Hurdle in this deal, uh, Timo Meyer? How do you not get those guys in exchange for the best defenseman in the world? Like, this is not at all fair. Not at all. They got nobody that can help them win now or just win flat out. Okay? They swapped Carlson for guys who are going to materialize three or four years down the line. Where they'll probably have to draft more defense, and that takes forever to develop. Like, it... How do you not get Hurdle? Or or or, Meyer. or 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 Meyer. I thought for sure one of those two would be in. The yes. Field. How do you not get like Jeremy Waugh, right? Don't Jeremy Waugh. Like, I mean, still a better defense prospect than Dylan Demel, who's not even a prospect anymore. I find this hard to believe that this was the best package that any team could come up with. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Tampa Bay, because uh, it's obvious that Ottawa did not want to send him. In the Eastern Conference, I find it very. I bet Tampa Bay had the best offer on the table, and they had a lot to offer. But why didn't you just trade him to Tampa Bay at this point? Because obviously Tampa Bay probably couldn't even sign Carlson in the first place. He would just walk. And Carlson, he's a good man. You listen to this guy's interview. He thanked Ottawa. He didn't want to leave. He said Ottawa will always be his home. And just for ownership to treat. Your star player like that, an ambassador to the community, mm-hmm. oh like a piece of trash. Somebody <sighs> who used the company credit card for an Uber ride, <sighs> and then you call him out in front of your dressing room. I had never... You called him out in front of your dressing room, saying that you're so entitled you can't even pay me back for the Uber ride. <laughs> are you that? kidding me? How does that... Are you kidding me, Eugene Melnick? You are a fool. <laughs> Sell the team, for God's sake. So, this is ridiculous. Does Melnick come down from the owner's box and, oh, I'm so unhappy with this, and you, you, captain, you owe me for an Uber ride. He what, Is that how it goes? Like He cuts a, pro- like he cuts a promo on him, like <laughs> stepping on the logo in the process of it. Like, I don't care. Eugene, you're stepping on the I don't care about the logo. This guy owes me money. He took a cab after going out to bars. For all, for all I know, he could have been doing something worse. He could have been at a children's hospital, and he used an Uber ride. Are you kidding me? How dare he do something nice for the community, for the people, the fans of this club? The penny it's 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 laughable, but watching, watching, I had ne- I had never heard Carlson speak. <laughs> what a kind man! <laughs> I was I was so charmed by Eric Carlson. Please do your Eric Carlson impression. Oh, it's pretty good. You know, I just I I can promise you the guys in that locker room are doing whatever it is they can to do uh, whatever it is to succeed to their fullest potential and then some. Like he's just the nicest man, not just as a player. To get rid of a guy, a phenomenal, the best defenseman in the world, yes. undoubtedly. But and the Sharks have three number one defensemen. How scary is three? It? How the Brown? I also the Browns. Ooh, that's what the Sanders are. The Sharks 
have two 20 goal scorers on their first pairing. <laughs> that's just that's terrifying. And Vlasic, who and Vlasic, Vlasic's a number one defenseman. He's a he's he's not offensively minded no. really, but he he's probably one of the best defensive defensemen in the NHL. But like I was saying, how can you let a man like Eric Carlson out of that locker room for any? I like to use real real life workplace examples here. You need a leader like that. You need yes. a guy who everyone can rally around and who understands and likes his teammates, except for one. That was Rid. But uh, how do you get rid of a man like that, an influencer in that locker room, a guy who is is, is that well-spoken and, and connects that much with his locker room? It's just they. I think this, this management clearly is not good at evaluating people. That it, that's I think that's the yes. the bottom line at the front office. They can't evaluate. They need to clean human house. Being. Eugene Melnick needs to sell this team. Yeah. Hopefully, there's a buyer somewhere. I, I they need to stay in Ottawa. I don't want to mm-hmm. see them move. No, they won't move. They need to build a new arena downtown, not in Canada or wherever the yeah. heck they're playing now. But yes, they need a new arena. They need a new owner, and they need a new general manager and a new head coach. They have some good pieces in their prospect pool. Colin yeah. White. Logan Brown, Brady Kachuk, I like to bag on him sometimes, but he is a very good prospect. Forget being out of touch with the business side of hockey and how the game is shifting now and just managing a team. They're they're out of touch with, with people, mm-hmm. and that's... <laughs> they need to clean house. They need, yeah, they... And Eugene, yeah. Uh, Melnick rewarded Mr. Dorian with a three-year extension last year. So have fun with that. Do you think Ottawa. word has reached producer Allen yet? Mm. Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. Hmm. If you if you guys remember producer Allen, wow, yes. those were the days. But yes, you got anything else on Ottawa? Uh, well, I <clears throat> I assembled some stats. I think Balsers Balsers don't sleep on Rudolph. He's Balsers. the best piece because he if I if I may pull up my uh, Norris is very good too, and apparently is friends with Brady Kachuk as well. Balsers but I though, see him as more as a really good third line winger. 67 games with the San Jose Barracuda, the AHL last year. 23 goals, 25 assists. Not bad. That's 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 good. Respectable. That's for a, good for a rookie. He was a rookie yeah. during the AHL. So, I but I mean, still, I mean, what is that? Uh, 48 points in the AHL for Eric Carlson. But in the best case scenario for Ottawa, they walk away with. They'll probably get another first hey, round hey. pick. I w- I'd be shocked if Carlson doesn't sign. This is Jose. roast the Senators, not not reassure them. Yes, <laughs> yeah. can't reassure yeah. Ottawa. Okay. Yes. Uh, I feel like there's still so much left unsaid, though. Yes. But we're running low on time. I think. Yes, I gotta leave for WGR in a yes. little bit. Yes. But yes, we'll answer a few questions. If you enjoyed roast the Senators, we'll do it again next week. I'm sure there'll be something to be addressed. Course, but we'll keep track. We'll keep tabs on Ottawa. We'll keep tabs on that first overall pick mm-hmm. that they're going to be sending to Colorado, which will be Jack Hughes. So what was the other thing that Carlson kept saying about? Like, uh, I I just I did not see this coming. <laughs> oh, and he yeah. said it was yeah. pretty clear that. Oh yes, I want to say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorian said that in February they came to the conclusion that pretty much Carlson wasn't involved in this future and. A reporter asked him if they just they gave him the contract offer and didn't even want him there. They lowballed Carlson. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I think they lowballed Eric Carlson big time, and there was just no intention in keeping him, which is shocking because they say we are going to build consistent excellence in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. What's the point of rebuilding? What's the point of rebuilding? What's the point of even being a team? This I, this is what boggles my mind. Why are you rebuilding? Mm-hmm. Why why do they even have a team? I don't understand. Because what's the point of being in the NHL? To win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. What do you need to win the Stanley Cup? Star players. What do you need to do to the star players? You need to pay them. Mm-hmm. Eugene Melnick, if you are not going to pay your players and just have them traded every single time that they're up for a contract, you're never going to win the Stanley Cup. Sell the team. You can't penny pinch your way to success in the NHL. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you're not going to pay Eric Carlson, you're not going to pay anybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened with Kyle Turris last year. Mm-hmm. Ownership didn't want to pay him. Mm-hmm. So then they traded him in the Matt Duchesne trade. Turris is like arguably just as good as Matt Duchesne. They gave up 
buckets of other stuff. This mm-hmm. is ridiculous. I'm sorry. But I'm glad that Ottawa is in the Sabres division because yes. this is going to be a fun year. Fun year. Okay, we're going to answer some questions, and i got to run. We're going to get this up in a little bit. but Okay, let me find it. Let me find it. Mm, there we go. Sorry for that silence there. First question. Are we overrating Casey Middlestad from Jay Cripps too? I don't think so. I think uh, it, um, slightly, slightly, slightly. Yeah, I think we need to temper expectations yes, a bit because remember he's a rookie; he's nineteen. Yeah, uh, he's not. He's not a proven commodity. Let's face it. Yes. Yet we're all just we're, we're reacting based on hype. He's not a proven guy yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's but he's not going to be an average scorer like Byron says that we mentioned earlier. Mm, yeah, I mean our old friend Bader or whatever. Yeah, uh, Cowboys Cowderol. Yes. Do you think the Sharks could possibly make a deep run this year? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. When you have three top-pairing defensemen on your team, and apparently they're looking to add a centerman too, so maybe they'll steal Matthew Shane out of their for pennies as <laughs> their well. Their old trading partner. Yeah. And another thing, Ottawa, they got burned by Doug Wilson and the Sharks in the Mike Hoffman trade. Yeah. The, the Sharks somehow came away with more in a Hoffman trade than the Senators did. so They should just sign a trade a, a trade agreement already, like NAFTA. Yeah. <laughs> and they did. That's pretty much what that condition on the pick was. If they right. flip him to an Eastern Conference team this year, they, got, they mm-hmm. own another first. Uh, will Bogosian play more than last year? That comes from Josh. Mm. You don't know. You don't you know. You can't predict injuries. He, could, he and... might go down in the first game. He might stay healthy all year, but mm-hmm. that's, that's to be seen. Hmm. Best slash worst third jersey isn't coming this season. Best for me is Arizona. How about you? Best, I think by default Arizona, because mm-hmm. none of the other ones have been too glamorous. I like the Flyers. Colorado's. That has been seen before. Colorado's is good, yeah. too. Uh, the worst. The worst for me is the Jets. Jets. You know who's going to have good ones? The Sharks. Yes. It's black again. But but uh, it's with the same logo. They don't have the same logo. With no orange. In yeah, it. no orange. No orange. Mm-hmm. And a little, like a little design inside the... Uh, the striping on the sleeve. Mm-hmm. You pretty much covered all of this stuff. Much, much to the light. Predictions for Rochester. They're going to be probably around the same as they were last year. Again, they have a lot of rookies going into their lineup, like Asplund, Olsen, mm-hmm. Pilots. Uh, so there will probably be some growing pains there, but I think they're going to be good. Hopefully they can get out of the first round. I think they'll be they'll be better. We got this one a lot. Defend they'll the process good. asks, keep all first or trade one or two for a good player. Keep all of them. This draft mm-hmm. is stacked. Do mm-hmm. not move any of them. Keep them all. Do the Bruins approach. Uh, Skinner extension anytime soon. I think it will come. It all depends on maybe maybe if they're terrible, Skinner doesn't want to sign. Maybe right. he wants to go compete for a cup. So mm-hmm. if they trade him, oh, well, they'll probably get more than what they traded for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we'll end off on that. Note. Yeah. All well, right. If you enjoyed, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Charging Buff. You can follow me on Twitter at JoeTCBNHL, and you can follow Luke on Twitter at LVKETCB. We will be back next week, probably Thursday or Friday, for another episode of the Charging Buffalo podcast, and we'll see you all in the next one.